Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to the most electrifying podcast in sports entertainment. Welcome to the Under the Ring podcast. It's me, your boy, Kendango. Nice and sweet, short, to the point. <laughs> know what I mean? Because I'm a guy that gets yeah. to the point. Plain and simple. Like, I got to the point when I told you all from the get-go that punk wasn't shit. You know what I mean? But <laughs> we'll get to that in a few. Joining me as usual, my man with the beer in his hand, the man, the forever IC champ. Give it up for right. your boy, Matty Reigns. What's going on, Matt? What is good? What's up, UTR fam? Uh, it's been a long week, but it's Thursday, so we just got one more day to go. And for those of y'all that got Friday off, y'all are lucky. Some bitches. Right, hey, look. we right behind y'all. We just got one more day. Uh, right. down on my new shirts. This is the twenty dollar one because mm. the design is crooked. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. Ain't nothing like them. Ain't nothing like them little, little off. Timber, little, right. little they sell these at, at, at live events now. You can get misprint. You can get misprint shirts at live events now. Right, we we slightly irregular, slightly irregular, but folks, let's get to the main topic at hand. The big news of the week, as everyone knows, Phil Brooks has been fired from AEW. Yeah, hell yeah! Ladies and gentlemen, Phil Brooks, aka CM Punk, has been released from All Elite Wrestling. With just cause. For those of you who have been living under a rock for the past couple of uh, years, you'll know I am not a fan of CM Punk. No, you are not. Here's the thing. I'm going to tell you this straight up and down. I didn't like CM Punk because I just thought he was eh, a meh wrestler that everybody seemed to love. And I was always like, "Eh, he's not that spectacular. Like, RVD does doper shit in the ring than him. That's right. that's how I always felt. All right. Um, he had fans, so whatever the case may be. I didn't I didn't dislike him for any personal reason or nothing like that. I just didn't wasn't feeling him as a wrestler. We all have right. that one particular person that we just don't feel. Okay. But then as time grew on, CM Punk started turning into an asshole. So my dis my just general just didn't like to do it as a wrestler, then turned to oh this guy's a dick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's why I didn't like him. Okay, now I see why. CM Punk leaves WWE because he feels he is not getting the attention that he needs. So he goes to AEW where they have an owner who is a huge wrestling fan and who is a huge mark. Who loves CM Punk? Give CM Punk everything he demands. Money, fame, the spotlight, the headline marquee, everything. Is that enough for Mr. Phil? No. <laughs> he then starts taking shots at management, who is also top wrestlers of the promotion. He calls them out in a scrum. This leads to a backstage fight. Between him and these management folks, the EVPs. Now, he then 
CM Punk fans didn't go to say on that how, you know, he was egged on by the elite and stuff like that. He then goes on to make remarks about these gentlemen when they are clearly moved on and are not thinking about him anymore, but yet he takes every chance he has to throw shots at them. He throws shots at everyone backstage at the media scrum at a pay- after the pay-per-view. Tells the, tells the fans it's like working with a bunch of fucking kids in the back. <laughs> has the owner looking like a complete retard. Then has an actual physical com- another physical confrontation with another wrestler. Right. A wrestler that no one has ever heard of getting into anything. A wrestler so laid back and chill that CM Punk himself, when he first got to AEW, said, if you got a problem with Jungle Boy, you just suck because he's so down to earth. Well, guess what? Guess who you fought, Phil? Jungle Boy. After that... He literally just—it was the the final straw. It was the final straw. It was the straw that broke the camel's back. Nope, actually, the straw that broke the camel's back, ladies and gentlemen, is when CM Punk took it. First of all, let me mind you: after the first initial fight CM Punk had with the EVPs, not only was CM Punk not fired, he was actually rewarded. He was given his own show where he could pick and choose who he wanted to be on it when he wanted to, kicking off people like head of talent relations, sending other wrestlers home just because he didn't want them there, had everything that he wanted. Now we get to the point where he comes to this match where he has the fight with the person that he says is so called cool. That wasn't actually that wasn't actually the show that broke the camel's back. The show that broke the camel's back is when CM Punk decided to lunge at the owner, the man who signs his checks. And I'm pretty sure that he probably wouldn't have even gotten fired if it was not for the fact that there were big wigs all around and cameras all around so they couldn't hide it. That's why the fight, that's why this fight is the final, that was the final straw. If he doesn't get into this fight, he's not going to lunge. He's not going to be lunging at TK. He's not going to be showing his ass in front of everybody. He picked the worst possible moment. To have another blow up. This is literally their biggest show. They had 81,000 people there. And you decide that you can't just take a joke. Like, you can't take someone to saying, it's real glass. Dot, dot, dot. He couldn't take, he couldn't just let that roll off his back. And he decided that made him snap. Oh, and yeah. <laughs> made him snap and, and, your man pulled a Wayne Brady. Does CM Punk have to choke a bitch? And like, and, and he decided he wanted to choke. Like he snapped, he went off, and Tony Khan is just there. And the, the, the simple fact this is why he got fired because he was so enraged, he was so blinded by anger, he didn't see Tony Khan when Tony Khan probably told him to calm down. He just saw a person and he lunged at him. And that's how he ended up getting fired because Tony Khan said in all his years of going to events and everything else, he's never had to fear for his life. He feared for his life. You got the the person who who basically signs your checks, fearing for your fearing for their life. Yeah, you gone. (laughs) Right. Joining us, ladies and gentlemen, is the man who actually won the prediction championship. Joining us the street team. 
the street team captain El Capitan Tito J. Wyatt. Tito, congratulations. Fuck you. Yowie wowie. See, and and, and and that's why you get removed. I mean, he got he just he. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and and and, and you're not pop. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, 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 hold on, hold on. We got one more now. We got one more now. I can't drink on camera. I just took my medication, so. (laughs) Can't mix alcohol with your medication. Yes, you can. It's a fun night. Medication. Um, Announcement. Our winner and new champion. Big, bad, booty, baddie by a score of six to five. One Reggie, you one. Reggie, you lost on a tiebreaker. You lost. No, on she, beat, she won fair and square. If if it came down to the tiebreaker, she still would have won. She won six to five, Ooh. and on top of that, she she would have beat all of us. She's technically. With the top, with this tiebreaker, she's the only person with the tiebreaker. She's the only person that said no blood for John Moxley. Mm. All of us said he was going to bleed, and he didn't bleed. Orange Cassidy ble- did all the bleeding, so she would have. She would. She already won. She she just got put some stank on it with the no blood. First of all, yeah, Cassidy was murdered. We'll get to I that in say, a second. I would say, yeah, Mox, all the Blackpool Combat Club screwed you over. <laughs> it wasn't the point of Orange making Mox bleed. It's the point of Mox making Mox bleed. Like, Mox is, Mox is, no, Mox is, no, we're not dumb for that. Mox is at the point now where he does shit like how Sandman did when he used to come out in ECW. Where, like, Sandman used to smack beers on his fucking forehead and shit before the match. Mox is at that point where he's willing to do dumb shit like that because Dude, he's sober I thought, now. I thought Orange Cassidy was going to make him bleed just for the simple fact of they do stupid stuff in AEW. So he could have just been like DDT on some Legos and then boom, there's Mox bleeding off of some Legos. But, eh. I mean, I'm happy CM Punk is gone. Um, It was a failed experiment in hindsight. Looking back at it now, um, this is one of the biggest fuck-ups in AEW company history because if you think about it, they lost out on not only CM Punk. CM Punk is literally the reason why Cody came to WWE. So you lost Cody and you lost the person that you thought was going to do be his basically his replacement. replacement. Yeah. You ain't got no Cody. You ain't got no Punk. All you got is more headaches. The next Expeditions is tonight. 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 So your ass is defending tonight, mamas. <laughs> but, yeah, AEW, you... I'm glad Tony Khan finally grew a set and decided to let him go. And I'm also glad that it appears there seems to be a new locker room leader who is getting more... Uh, I should say leeway with how he handles things 
Daniel, um, Brian Danielson. Brian Danielson is now pretty much taking the spot that CM Punk should have had as far as a mentor and shit like that to these younger these younger guys backstage. But like I, like I told y'all when I found out, I said Brian Danielson isn't slick. He saw the opening because TK said all of a sudden Saturdays are much better for him. Yeah, they yeah. That man don't he gets to sit at home all week now. He don't gotta leave his house until Friday. Right. <laughs> He's coming in as the cool substitute teacher. CM Punk was, I called him Mr. Turner. Unfortunately, as much as I want to say this, but we know he ain't really Mr. Feeney. CM Punk is Mr. Feeney. He the old stodgy teacher. Here come Mr. Turner with the leather jacket. He wear he here come here come Mr. Danielson with the hemp belt. And the sweater and the ponytail, like what's up, cool, cool kids? So everybody's about to love Mr. Dale. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, Matt. If Jack Perry hadn't been a bitch, here's the thing everybody's talking about how Jack Perry was a bitch because he said, Look, we using real glass. Do you know why Jack Perry even mentioned that? It's because the argument that he and him and CM Punk had got out in the first place. Yep. I mean, we were all we're, we were all on CM Punk's side because we're like, I mean, yeah, common sense, bro. Right. But the simple fact of it is, it's almost kind of like Jungle Boy knew what was gonna happen. Yeah, I can, I know how to push this dude's buttons, and I know, yeah, I'll get in trouble. But guess what? He's gonna get fired, not me. And that's what he did. <laughs> but here's the thing: Jungle Boy has been suspended indefinitely. He don't care about that suspension. He still got his job. If it was brought to the, if it was brought in public's attention already, yeah. If someone calls you out in public, you not gonna say something to them in public. If you have an and argument with somebody behind closed doors, and you find out that argument got out. Of those behind closed doors, because the person you had to argue with opened their goddamn mouth. You not gonna scream on that person when you see them in public, since they already bought your dirty laundry outside. Don't don't. I don't want to hear that. So I don't want to hear that. I don't want to hear that. They they could have even spin that into a rivalry between him and Jungle Boy. Well, none of us knew that they had this conversation. I don't think that was it was public knowledge about the whole oh this is real glass. Then it came out of, oh they had a conversation. That's not going to go over well as a result of it, but here's the thing. Here's the thing though. It's not AEW leaks because you know why there's mad shit that goes on in AEW that we don't hear about. Every single last thing that CM Punk did, we heard about. Why? Because CM Punk and his people are the ones leaking it. Hey, well, she is right. AEW does have leaks because we hear we do hear about everything in that company. Like there's the two biggest every- leaks. The two biggest leaks in that company were CM Punk and Tony Khan. It's Miro. It's anybody in that locker room. They all have social media. Nobody knows how to shut their mouths in that company. There's no reason we should have been able to know that A Steel got bit, that A Steel got bit by a dog. There's no reason we should have known any of that. A lot of this stuff, even when they have gag orders, and we stuff that, tell them that we they can't said, talk about it. You know, Punk still talks about it. 
Because we said Jungle Boy was stupid and wrong for wanting to use real glass. We said that. Here's the thing. Even if Jungle Boy said real fucking glass, cry me a river, we wouldn't have known he was talking about CM Punk if that shit wouldn't have gotten leaked. That's how that's how and I as a fucking it. adult, and as a fucking adult, yo, CM Punk talking about he's a locker room leader. Your reaction is to go up and to choke him as a fucking adult. I don't want to hear that bullshit, yo. Well, I don't want to hear that. Supposedly they had a whole exchange and then it led it to him to them try. He initially tried to swing at him, jungle boy moved, supposedly. Then after that, CM Punk already feels stupid. So then he's just like, Ugh! like, because he's already Jungle Boy already got the upper hand because he's already made him look like a fool. Not once, but twice now. I talked about you on the camera. Then you take the swing at me. I move out the way. So now you look stupid. So now you look even stupider trying to choke me. Like he threw strikes at you out instantly. He already took strike one. Get like he should have just took the high road and left it alone. But CM Punk always has to be right because he's CM Punk. He can never be wrong. And he thought this would be the perfect moment to show that, oh, I'm the authority here. I can be able to throw my weight around. Nope. Now you're unemployed again. <laughs> he basically tried to act like he was an EVP. That's basically what it really came down to. Like, Jack Perry really didn't need to put that comment. He didn't really need to say that. But, I mean, I really feel like he just said it because of the whole reasoning I gave. I'm going to get away with this because I'm Jungle Boy. I've never gotten in trouble. But CM Punk, if he snaps on me, oh, he's already under, everybody's already watching him. So if he snaps on me, he's gone. And then the whole locker room, then we're good. We're done with him for good. We don't have to deal with him. Like, it wouldn't stop me if it was some shit like that. At the end of the day, CM Punk is fired with cause, which means more than likely he probably won't get paid. Okay? Yeah, he's not getting paid. Once you get fired with cause, he's going to have to go get a lawyer, a.k.a. more money that he probably don't got. And then ask them to review a contract. I'm pretty sure Tony Khan got the best lawyers there are. They've already reviewed that contract. And they said, yeah, this is with cause. You can fire him with cause. Tony Khan has the same lawyers that the Jacksonville Jaguars have. So you know. So okay. He's screwed. He's, screwed. he's not getting paid. Bill Brooks, like they said it. Like Some people was like, is this a work? No, they used the word termination with cause. The head of the company said he felt threatened. Well, there's a reason they let everything slide because coming from WWE where nothing, you couldn't do anything, it seemed like. But now WWE has done a complete 180. And AEW is basically, they've basically kind of, they're almost like AEW, except they're more structured because they're older. They have more, they know what to do. But they're essentially AEW. They just have better behaved people. They have people that, with common sense. <laughs> AEW has a bunch of people that have never really been on TV. 
<laughs> like a lot of them ain't never been on TV until AEW showed up. And a lot of them act like they should have always been on TV. And that's the thing, too. Like, yeah, a lot yeah of... they got the contract. They're getting paid as if they were, they, they always say, oh, I've always dreamed of being on TV. But you ain't really did anything. Re you really haven't done much to warrant being on TV. But now you're being paid as if you're like somebody should be wanting to see you. That's why we're having so many people leave AEW. Oh, Sonny Kiss is leaving. This person is gone. This person is gone because they went through signing everybody and their mama. Now they realize, oh, we ain't really need to sign them. Now those people who got who are leaving, they got a free paycheck out of all that for all this time. Shout out to them. <laughs> they definitely got a free paycheck, but the sad part is where do a lot of them go after this? They're probably Besides the indies. On the indies. Um impact, but mostly these these higher, these more known indies, the ones that got money, because they're probably trying to get back on WWE's radar. They're probably just gonna try and get back. Yeah, that's essentially they're gonna try and get on WWE's radar, just like Brian Pillman. I mean, he's already been signed to WWE. We know he's gonna be an NXT because he was he he should have always been he was always an NXT type of person. Sonny Kiss is already back on the indies. Because he's going to be at um, House of Glory. See? And the thing about it is, Sonny, as Sonny Kiss, the thing about it is, man, the best place for Sonny Kiss, I think, is Impact. Yeah. Because they would let him be his character, be his self, and they would work with that. Whereas WWE does not know how to ha handle somebody with the personality and the flamboyancy of Sonny Kiss. They don't know how to handle that as far as how to promote him to the public, how to get him out of it, how to get him out there because look at look at Quincy before Quincy. he said the before he said the oh, dumb stuff. But, but like I said before he said the dumb stuff. You know what I mean? Before he said the dumb stuff, they didn't know how to promote him and get him out there or whatever the case may be. So I don't think WWE is the place for him. AEW, as you saw, was not the place for him. Impact, honestly, would be the best place because he can be who he is and actually wrestle. Right. You know. Right, right. They, they don't have. They had too many wrestlers from the get go. They didn't have enough Man, TV. Time. I mean. They started off with him good, especially with that match against Cody for the TNT belt. But then after that, they just moved him to dark. Because at that uh, point, the original people, they're always they. At that point, they were just trying to get everybody, trying to present everyone. Yeah, Sonny could be a great mid card champion. He would have been a great AEW. He could have been international champion. He could have been TNT champion. They never followed through once they did anything. Once they did all that, they didn't do anything else with him. Like, AEW Dark is cool and all, but it's AEW Dark. Right. Wasn't nobody paying attention to that. Like, they, mm -hmm. and then they took away his tag team with him and Joey Janela. That really was it. It was like, that was the writing on the wall that they didn't have anything else left for him. So, I mean, like you said, Impact would probably be great for him, but I wouldn't be shocked if he, like, Sonny ends up showing up in, like, PWG or somewhere. Uh, as long as he, I, I, yeah, he ain't coming no NWA because that place is garbage. 
Hot garbage. Super hot garbage. Hot garbage. But let's get into hold on. I remember we talked about AEW. Right. Well, here's the thing with Ryan Danielson. Danielson at the realm and collision. We'll, we'll probably see a lot more of those wrestlers that we didn't get a chance to see because you know him. He loves putting people over and he loves putting stuff together. So we might. Yeah, yeah I would say AEW had too many people on their roster when they only had two hours of television. <laughs> they still they had, had too many people. They had too many people on their roster when they had their first fucking show, their first paper. <laughs> We got a TV deal, and then they had, oh, we have Dynamite. All right. You still have, like, 50 people for a two-hour show. You only have two hours to present all these people. Then it became, hey, we have Rampage. All right. You now have an extra hour. Congratulations. To still showcase 50 people. Then it became, oh, we're doing Saturday nights. Oh, we're going to split the roster. Listen. AEW, when AEW was announced as a company, the first week we saw like 25 signings. The first week of them announcing themselves being a company. But we digress because this initial segment was about Phil Brooks getting fired, ladies and gentlemen. Bravo yeah, to the grown. folks at AEW. A bravo. And the brand, the soft brand split that was happening. It's gone. It's now the, the is now the Brian Danielson show. He's the new cool substitute teacher. Um, and I always just equate this to when Poochie died on The Simpsons when they wrote Poochie off on uh, Itchy and Scratchy. Poochie died. He went to his home planet and he died. That's what yeah. happened to Punk. Like, <laughs> that like that never happened. Like if if AEW was around tw- like ten years from now. This will be a moment where you be, people will be like, hey, y'all remember when they had uh, Sam Punk? Oh, yeah. Damn. <laughs> yeah, I remember when they made that fuck up. I sure did. I sure did. But let's get to these pay-per-views that Tito won by fucking tie. Right. And I tied. Both times. I the second play. Both. Both times. This punk-ass motherfucker won both times. Let's start off with Payback. Payback was Payback pretty was goddamn good, yo. Payback was good. I can't. Good as hell for a bit. old school Saturday night. It didn't start at 7 o'clock. They made you sit there at 8. And did it end at 1030? No. <laughs> it was an old school Vince McMahon long ass pay-per-view. But it was a good ass pay-per-view. <laughs> I'll put it to you this way. Every match minus one match was at least 15 minutes long. And needed to be that long, too. Every match was at least 15 minutes long. Of course, the longest match of the night was the main event, which went for 26 minutes. This is these are the times, these are the times of the matches. 20 minutes, 15, 15 minutes and 45 seconds. Nine minutes and 40. That's right. He plays for time. Nine minutes and 45 seconds. 20 minutes and 45 seconds. 17 minutes and 20 seconds. 26 minutes and five seconds. Yo, these were some long ass matches, but they didn't feel that way. 
they really didn't feel that way until maybe one. One of them did feel a little bit that way. It was like, all right, y'all can end this right now. Right. I think we all know which one it was. <laughs> First matchup. Becky Lynch defeated Trish Stratus by pinfall in a 20-minute steel cage matchup. They showed us why that that proved why this match couldn't be at SummerSlam. They also Trish. I will give you credit. I will give you credit as being one of the best female wrestlers ever because you have never been in a cage match yeah she she gotta be she solidified her goatness because she came out of retirement to do a match she's never done right two matches she's never done ladder she did money in the bank fell off the ladder died off the ladder (laughs) (laughs) doing all that trish stratus came back to do all the matches that were not available to her when she was on the roster. And you know what, Trish? Bravo, because you have been excelling in these matches. I thought you were going to look real raggedy and rusty for being out the ring too long. Like Lita. Yeah. But, Trish, no. You have been doing your thing. In the 20-minute matchup, uh, as I stated, Becky Lynch defeated Trish by pinfall. Great match. If you want to see a good female steel cage match where there's not a lot of blood, not a lot of too much going on, this is a good one. Right. This is a good one. And Patrick Mahomes threw for another damn touchdown, Matt. Of course. Another damn touchdown. That's all right. I got Aaron Rodgers just waiting on Monday night. <laughs> Next matchup. L.A. Knight defeated Miz by pinfall with John Cena as the special guest referee. Do, 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 do. That was a good It was a good way of them adding John Cena in. I mean, he came back on Friday. And instantly, I mean, they put him into being a special guest referee. Well, he came back on Friday, and then they said, hey, guess what? I'm going to be hosting. I'll be the special guest host for fast for payback tomorrow. And then the next thing you know, he's a special guest referee for a match. So, yeah, Victoria Listen, is Victoria. Big. Victoria is my all-time favorite um female wrestler. I'm not going to lie to you. Victoria is my all-time favorite female wrestler. I loved Victoria. I loved her grittiness. I loved how she would actually put real wrestling moves on these females, and they did not know how to handle it. Plus, I thought Victoria was fine as hell. (laughs) I ain't going to lie to you. I did. But uh, Victoria's always been my girl. No. Oh, yeah. I ain't the one to mess with. Yeah, the one, the rap one. I liked her. All the fish she said, all the fish she said. I like that one when she had that song. But John Cena showed up, and y'all know how I feel about my boy. John Cena! 
So first of all, Friday when that music hit, you know I was in my house going apeshit, right? right. Do, 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 do. Avenue going crazy. <laughs> and Saturday, him being the host, going crazy. Then they made my man a special guest referee. And my man took off his hat. John, I don't know what's going on. You got the 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 half flat top in the front, but then the back got the sunroof open. John, we gotta figure out a way where the, we gotta figure out a way where, you know, all, all the roof matches, John. We gotta figure out a way where all the roof matches. He's getting ready for the, the earnest the earnest reboot movies. <laughs> yeah, he is. Oh, the older he gets, the more and more he starts looking like Jim Varney. You, you, you ain't the only one. All right, you ain't the only one. Have you seen her video? That's 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 podcast after dark. <laughs> LeBron, ain't, LeBron got it done, and it and he messed it up. He can't get. He's not going to get it fully done until he retires. Listen, every time LeBron gets it done, he sacrifices a title. So I'm gonna need him to just come out ball this season and just let this just just, just scoop these titles up. <laughs> that, first year, that first year we had AD, he got it done. And it came off in the middle of a preseason game because he keep like once you get it done, you have to like you can't sweat. And it's like, bruh, you're LeBron James. You're trying to work out, play basketball games and shit, like you gotta right. fit. He's gonna have. He's literally have to be when he retires, because he's always going to work out. He's always going to put that headband on his head. He's always going to destroy it as soon as he gets it fixed. Right. He better just stick with the spray and call it a day. <laughs> just stick with your spray, bro. He better just be like he gonna have to do the spray, or he just gonna have to be like Brian Erlacher. Just be bald, and then when you retire, just magically show up with hair like he right. did. Right. <laughs> Earl, like I showed up with a mane, boy. Like, what's happening, folks? Talking they never left. I've always been able to grow hair. Like, no, you have the fuck not. Like, <laughs> you were bald. You were red foreman on a football field. Okay, like we saw your hair, brother. Like, just confess and say you got the surgery, my dude. <laughs> Next matchup, Kenny. Was the shortest? Yes, sir. He got to do uh, like homeboy we saw in House of Glory that wrestled with the fitted on the whole match. Oh, oh. <laughs> Grim Reefer, my man, the Grim. First off, there's a wrestler called the Grim Reefer. Reefer, yes. And during the middle of the match, your man pulls a joint out and sparks it oh, while man. he's wrestling. He he does uh, like old school on on. He does the old school shit on on the top rope, like Undertaker. But while he's up there, he pulls a fucking joint out and sparks it. Grim. Reefer, look him up. All dude, it never moved. Fit never. Yo, your man got body slammed. He a fireman's carry, power bombed. His fitted never came off his head until he took it off himself. Dang, my man had Velcro on his skin or something. Because I don't (laughs) understand how that shit happened. But next matchup. Nine minutes and 45 seconds, the shortest matchup. 
Rey Mysterio defeated Austin Theory. Yeah, that's all I have to say about that. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, Ray won. It was a good. It was a decent match. I don't know what they're about to do with Austin Theory. Right. Um, It's it's gonna be an interesting time for him. I'm interested to see what they're going to do with him because he needs something. I want to see Theory and Wall as a tag team. Oh, uh, yeah, I said that, too, at, on Friday. Them, them two, I saw I saw it. Like, as soon as they came out, the cockiness and everything, I was like, yeah, I would definitely like to see these two as a tag team, perhaps. But they need to do something for me. They got to do something. We know what they got to do. But we'll, we'll, get, we'll get to that part as we talk about payback because we're slowly getting closer and closer. But... I, I agree with you, Tito. I do like Waller and Theory. That could be a sleeper tag team for SmackDown in the future. What needs to happen is pretty deadly in Tiffany Stratton. Yeah. That like, needs I, to happen. I, I, mean, I said if they if they wanted to do Waller and Theory as a tag team, they might as well just do a whole faction with Pretty Deadly. Mm-hmm. It just be mm-hmm. like, hey. And then had Tiffany Stratton. Kenny added in Tiffany Stratton. And it was like, all right, boom. <laughs> I need it happening. They all got some awesome cocky theory, motherfuckers. Awesome theory too busy doing all this, all that. Okay. Pretty deadly. They all doing the same thing. Tiffany Stratton. Ew. Mm-hmm. It's perfect faction. They too pretty for y'all. Pretty damn, too damn pretty, too damn deadly. Tiffany Stratton, Grayson Waller, the Grayson Waller effect. Because when his music hits, he got the music that makes you hate him. Right. Oh, come on now, that's the perfect match. There, they would be, they would literally be the main roster equivalent of metaphor. Really would. Really would. Next matchup. In the Steel City Street Fight for the Undisputed WWE Tag Team Champions. In a hell of a good match. Judgment Day defeated Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. Finn Bala finally has good. We're back, baby! NWO came back big time off of this one match. <laughs> this is, this is, y'all gonna hear about fantasy for a real quick moment. This was a good ass moment for NWO. Shout out to uh, uh to man R.I.P. Bray Wyatt because when this happened, this is that's what I instantly thought of. Every dang on time. We oh, this always happens to us. We had Randy and Bray all the way back in the day when Brandy joined the Wyatt family and mm-hmm. they fought American Alpha on SmackDown. And we had Bray and Randy just randomly. I'm like, oh, they might win. Who knows? Oh no, no. Oh god. Pause. No god, girl. But <laughs> we got double points because Sammy and KO were an actual tag team. We just had two dudes. Just that happened to be tagging together. 
and they mm-hmm. won the titles. So we got double title points, double everything. I'm happy that my boy Finn is officially, like Big Bad Booty Betty said, a Grand Slam champion. It's been a long time coming. But my boy Finn, he finally, he here, he finally got another belt on the main roster. I'm happy for him. Judgment Day ain't never looked so damn powerful like this ever. And I've seen some people say they hate it. I love it because unlike it's, it's, some people compare this to the bloodline. I don't see no. this. This is nowhere near the bloodline. Nah. These, first of all, the bloodline is we know about the Samoans. We know that whole, they're all a dynasty. We know that already. But Judgment Day? There's a bunch of ragtag misfits that came to wreck shit, and that's what they did. They all have this, all they've been saying is, you will bow down. They have no leader. Bloodline, we know Roman is the leader. Point blank, period. He's the end all be all. <laughs> don't want. Just, Judgment Day don't got no leader, but we know the leader is technically, it's Ray's group. This is Ray's group. We know that. It's mommy's group. Sorry, calling you by your first name. Just like, just like your real parent. It's mama. Sorry, mama. But we know that's your we know that's mommy's group. But the way it's like Kenny said, it's just a ragtag team. They have basically become a family. And it's all been organic. People initially hated, they didn't like when Dom joined. I love when Dom joined. Dom joined was perfect. It, it gave him a gimmick. It gave him a chance to start doing something. Dirty Dom, like they've put up a whole video on YouTube of WWE. It's like a two hour, the whole story of Dirty Dom. (laughs) I know, but I like, I like Dominic Mysterio because the wrestling is there. I like, I've been saying he just needed a gimmick and Dirty Dom is that gimmick. Him being a spoiled little brat. Who, who only spent one night in lockup, but is acting like he did hard time? Oh, that is the perfect gimmick for him. And the simple fact, no, I ain't saying all that. Grand Slam, Finn. Right. The guy, he probably Grand Slammed his wife afterwards, but that's neither here nor there. But Dom, it did the simple fact that Priest called him an infant the uh, yesterday. Because he likes chicken nuggies. He's chicken tenders. He eats chicken nuggies all day. He eats chicken tenders, and if a restaurant don't got chicken tenders, they got it. He's the he's the person because that they, they ask who's the most picky eater. It all dominant. They said why? Oh, because of a restaurant. All he eats is chicken tenders. He's an infant. <laughs> it was like damn, dog. You twenty something years old. You still eat chicken tendies? Chicken tendies. Chicken, chicken tendies and fries with his you know mom. Knows the sad part? That's my daughter. <laughs> 22 years old. You could take her to an expensive restaurant. If they ain't got chicken tendies, she ain't with it. My daughter will order chicken tendies and fries from Wolfgang Puck's restaurant, okay? She don't care. <laughs> but Judgment Day winning, it was a great moment for all of them. Um, and honestly, first, off, was, first off, they look badass with all that gold. It they look, look, they look so badass. The I will I will say this for WWE. The one added touch that I love that they do now 
if they crown a new champion, no matter where it is, if you win the championship, oh, you're getting pyro because it's mm-hmm. a big deal. And the, the fact that they had Judgment Day standing there celebrating and all of them got their belts and then boom, 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 boom. And then Priest, Priest holding the belts and the briefcase. And then, and then he got a new briefcase. Send <laughs> your money in the bank briefcase. Because I'm telling you, like, I had been saying, like, I was like, yeah, I hate that nickname. It's cool, but it's corny at the same time. But the fact, I'm like, he kept saying it. And I'm like, eventually, y'all got to put it on something if y'all want this to get over. They said, all right, we heard you, Matt. Boom, we're going to put it on the briefcase. <laughs> y'all going to call him, send your money in the bank. And we are calling that man Senor Money in the Bank. They gave because and, and, and honestly, it was needed because that green be- briefcase didn't look right. Honestly, for them. <laughs> here's the thing, and honestly, that briefcase needed to be changed for the simple fact yeah. that it won the belt as well because it was that hit from Dominic with that briefcase on Sammy <laughs> that gave Finn the pin. I mean, you got Judgment Day. They walking around. Everybody looking badass. They already look badass anyway. But you got Priest walking around with two belts around his neck. Got the briefcase next to him. Finn got his leather jacket on. Got his two belts. Then they got their little associate member, Baby Finn, J.D. Madonna. But, I mean, at this point. Who died at Payback. They did what needed to be done at pay at payback because like so a lot of people are saying I saw some people saying I don't like that they got the belts off rid, off of Sammy and KO. Okay, when was the last time Sammy and KO li- actually defended those titles since WrestleMania? They won at WrestleMania and didn't do anything else because they've been hurt. Like in order for uh, for anything else to happen, those belts were they were either going to have to lose those belts. Or they were just going to keep fighting. But like, if they kept fighting, they weren't going to get any healthier. If they get rid of the belts, they could at least disappear off screen now. Like, we literally didn't see KO for weeks. And then he magically popped up in the last two weeks. Here's the thing. It Sammy, did because they were hurt. Sammy and <laughs> KO kind of should have lost to the Usos. They should have lost those belts back to the Usos. They have on those belts way too long. They've had those belts since WrestleMania and only had maybe about two or three title defenses. But we've seen them in a bunch of singles matches and other type of tag matches, six-man matches. Because so like, they ain't been healthy. Right, because they're not healthy. And Sammy's elbow was about this big two weeks ago. Great. <laughs> and they're like, oh, he's all right. He's not all right. He needs to mm-hmm. heal up. Yep. He needs here. some milk. <laughs> they both need to heal up and and get some time off to recover. Just be able, just to be able to breathe. Right. I'm I'm glad that they've taken these titles off of them. It's on Judgment Day. That has solved one problem. Now the next problem is, yeah, they're the undisputed tag champions. But That's nice. Put some belts up, baby. Last time I checked, there is a whole show that come that's supposed to be coming on tomorrow. It's called Friday Night Smackdown. They don't have tag belts. All the other belts have been changed. 
There is no more universal title. There is no more WWE title. It is the undisputed universal title. And as soon as it Roman loses it, it will be just the WWE title again. But it's represented by that gold belt. Seth has a world heavyweight championship. Oscar was what was she the the SmackDown Women's Champion, the Raw Women's Champion? Not anymore. She's just the WWE Undisputed Women's Champion or whatever. Rhea is the Women's World Champion, but the tag belts are still the undisputed tag team champions. They are not undisputed because as far as I'm concerned, there's a whole tag division on SmackDown that needs some love. And eventually, these belts are going to have to be split again. And now that yeah. they've been taken off of Sammy and KO, they can, you have the perfect heel group for a babyface team to defeat to lay claim to the SmackDown titles. Or some, something has to happen in order for them to introduce these new tag belts. Because I've heard the belts are there. They have them. They've already been made. Everything is done. They just need to introduce them. They just haven't came up. They just haven't had an opportunity to do it. At one point, it was supposed to be Sammy and KO losing these belts to Pretty Deadly. Now, right. who knows? Well, pretty Deadly is hurt. One half of them is hurt. But you and you can't have them lose the Judgment Day. And now you've had like you got Judgment Day. You have the perfect heel group. Smack and and. And SmackDown is showing that their tag teams are wanting gold. You literally have, I've been, I called them this when I went to SmackDown and it got a laugh out of the people in the crowd. Bishop Bobby and the Prophets mm-hmm. want some gold. So at some point, that's who I think is going to end up becoming the whatever they're going to be called tag champions. But these titles are not undisputed, they're disputed. And it they like, need to be split on up. Love. Let's finish. Let's finish going through this card. <clears throat> right after Finn Balor and Priest won their gold, Rhea Ripley defeated Raquel Rodriguez because that's she likes to say her R's way. She likes to roll her R's way too much for her name, Rodriguez, for no reason. The back no attack. Thing. <laughs> All right. Raquel Rodriguez rolls her R's way too much. She rolls her R's more than she shows her back. Oh, Lord. He attacking uh, a black man. She didn't throw her hat up in there? That's, that she didn't throw her hat up in there. That's how we didn't know. Magically appear. Cool. Oh, God. So, like, Jimmy Uso has appeared in the impact zone. Yeah, with a gun. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Rhea Ripley. Rhea Ripley. I'm going to shoot your ass. Oos? That wasn't very oozy of you. <laughs> that was not <laughs> very oozy of you. <laughs> Like I said, Rhea Ripley defeated Raquel Rodriguez to retain the Women's World Championship in a 17-minute and 20-second matchup. They didn't even need 17 minutes for that. Okay, now I'm glad you said it, Matt, because like I said, there was one match on here that could have just been a little bit shorter. 
They didn't even need 17 minutes. First of all, we they're right now they're in a in the awkward position because a lot of folks say they don't like Reyes. They don't they don't like mommy's title reign right now. But why? Here's the thing, it's perfect. She's a dominant badass. There's nobody that can beat her. She's supposed to be having squash matches. Right. Because like she tomorrow, her- tomorrow she's fighting Natalia in the, at the India show. We know Natty about to get destroyed. Early. <laughs> you know, like that's she's supposed to have that. This ain't Jimmy, it's that jump. Pop, pop. Oh my god. But oh my god. It's John. Here's the thing. She said my fans want every minute. Fans want every match 15 minutes long. Big meaty men slapping meat. That's what he said. But wrestling fans are probably the most fickle human beings and creatures on earth. Wrestling companies give us what we want and we complain about it. They don't give us what we want, and we complain about it. Right. Like, it's no winning with a wrestling fan. There's no winning. Finally, last and certainly not least, the main event for the night, at and also the longest match at 26 minutes and 5 seconds, Seth freaking Rollins defeated Shinsuke Nakamura to retain the World Heavyweight Championship. Seth needed to come up off that belt. I thought this was the time Seth was going to come up off that belt. Boy, was I wrong. Right. Um, And then they didn't even have the nerve. After the match, Naki beat Seth ass. And they didn't even want to show us that. They could have showed that. Right. If you're building up, if you're building up Nakamura to be this either new face or more aggressive wrestler, you gotta show us when he's doing that. You gotta show us the fact that he's, you know, like, all right, I lost, but yo, you made me lose in front of Great Muda. Right. Hey, 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 hey! Don't disrespect Muda with the term old dude. No, ain't no Mooka. It's great Muda. <laughs> what is wrong with you, woman? Do you know who the great Muda is? Oh. Great Muda has... If it wasn't for the great Muda, I don't think Sting would have had the rivalries and been as popular as a star as he is right now. Great Muda and Ric Flair made Sting. Plain and simple. Yes, you're back. Damn, great Muda. It's because of Oscar. It's because of him and the great Kabuki that Oscar's using the damn Sprite and the Mist. So yeah, put some respect on Muda's name. <laughs> and why do you say? Why do you think Muda was not going? And you still saying it wrong. It's not Muda. M U T A. Moot. Ta, muta, muta. <laughs> but you know why Great Muda wasn't going to do too much? Remember, Nakamura kissed Great Muda <laughs> his last match. 
Remember when, remember when Nakamura said about, remember when Muda said about Naki in that press conference? Uh, great, <laughs> gr- great fighter. Uh, uh, might be, uh, might be homosexual. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't the word he used, but yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Take it, Reggie. Yeah. Take it. Seth won. Um, I thought it was gonna be Naki's time too, but it wasn't. It it is it's we're all ready for the title. We're all ready for this title change. It's yeah, we really are. They're doing a good job because even though he won, they kind of just stayed back looking at Seth and they're playing up the fact that Seth's back is really screwed up, so I can smell that title change. It's gonna happen. Should have happened. It should have been. It should have happened. Because I mean, Nakamura jumped him. They put. They ended up putting it as a video afterwards. But Nakamura, because they went off the air, and it was that was just it. We were waiting on Nakamura to jump, him, and then Nakamura didn't jump him until after the credits went off. It's gonna happen, but who I honestly feel like this would have been the perfect time for. Yeah, you can ask us. This would have been the perfect time to have Nakamura win and then have Damian Priest cash in. But yeah, we'll see. I feel this. The Seth title reign. I don't think we're going in the survive. It, we might go in the Survivor Series. I hope not. Just because, be, just just because, because of the for, yeah. for somebody to cash in on him, just for Priest to cash in on him. But this time, like his days are numbered as as a world heavyweight champion, I think. And they need to be. Like, don't get me wrong. Y'all know I enjoy my boy Seth freaking Rollins, visionary. But it's about time, Seth. It's about time. You 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 did it, you did it justice. As the first person to hold it now, Man, he's been a good first champion. It's time for transition, it baby. Two, three, four, five, everybody else. Okay, and he likes so shoot again. So I figured I'd get him. Okay, but which one? Y'all play games, right? Call of Duty. Let's get Call no, of Duty. Can't go wrong with the COD, baby. Can't go wrong with COD. Or if you know what system he got, just uh, just buy him a gift card to that, to that, to their store, and he can buy that's, whatever he wants. That's actually the best thing to do: buy the gift card to that store, so that way, whatever he's uh into, more than likely he has it. More than likely he plays like two K and all of that shit too. He might be into those shooting games, but he probably plays two K and all of that. So if you, oh yeah, get him, get him some money on the um for the station. Get him some money for the yeah. station. That way he can use it for every game that he has. Because he's going to need to make in-game purchases more than likely. So, right. yeah. Just get him just get him a card for the station. Man, 2K comes oh, out at midnight. I'm pretty sure I'm, like, definitely officially retired from 2K. I still got a PS4, but, I mean, I, I'm, I ain't, I'm not even all that good at 2K no more all like that. But, um... I read somewhere saying like because they got VC on there, it takes like a hundred and forty thousand VC to take to get your person to like eighty now. Oh, I'm like, oh hell no! Oh no! Oh no! Oh no! No no! And no, now no. they have it to where it apparently, if you go on like on the uh, PlayStation, if you go on PlayStation Store, 
it can show you where um how much you how much money you spent on each game and people were going on their old 2ks and seeing that they spent basically like six I months of rent <laughs> yeah they, they spent like rent money on just improving their player and then the next year they had to do it all over again that's been my biggest pet peeve with 2k i get my player i get him for 2k23 and then 2k24 comes out and i gotta make a whole new person again he don't get fucking better he better transfer the fuck over. He don't get the transfer over. He's just stuck on 2K23. And now I got to spend all this money to make my dude good again on 2K24. <laughs> then you got to do it all over again for 25 to 26. No. <laughs> I give up. <laughs> Big time. Right. All right. Now let's talk about the other pay-per-view that we have for the weekend. AEW's All Out. Another good-ass pay-per-view. It was a good-ass pay-per-view, but I do feel that uh, All Out could have been a dynamite with a name. <laughs> I do feel like All Out could have been like Winter is Coming or something like that. And it's mainly because they just put on a super show the week before. I think that's just that's something they're gonna have to figure out. Since this, this was their first year, I think next year they'll probably. This year was they just got screwed over because yeah. they had they had that happen, then they had CM Punk happen, and both of those happening just made it just awkward. <laughs> right. Well, We're sitting up in Chicago. They chanting CM Punk. It's like, yeah, uh, he's fired. <laughs> he gone. He gone, gone. Okay. They yelling at Tony Khan like, <laughs> like it don't make a difference. He gone. Oh, I'm a pussy. All types of shit. All types of shit. But the first matchup for the night was the over the budget. The over budget charity battle royal. First of all, this name was so bootleg. Right. Over budget charity battle what? royal. The winner of the battle royal got to donate fifty thousand to whatever charity they wanted to. Right. Uh of course. The winner, Hangman Page. Damn right. Which is exactly the way it should have went. Like, other than that, I really didn't see anybody else wearing that shit. Right. It it kind of was. It was it was gonna be screwed. Honestly, they probably need to do. One pay-per-view, have a week in between, then do the next pay-per-view. It's it's stupid to do two two in a row because nobody is going to be able to recover. He's doing it like like Batty just said. He's doing it next year too. Right, next year is going to be next year will probably be better because logistically they'll probably have it more worked out. There will be no CM Punk, so nobody will be randomly no your one of your biggest stars will not just be randomly getting fired the day before the pay-per-view. 
because it should it was going to be what Ricky Starks and CM Punk, then they teased Ricky the Dragon Steamboat, then it became Brian Danielson. <laughs> Listen, I'm just happy that they're not. No, I'm not even happy about that because they are. They are. They're going to do it again. Mm. I will say, now I will say for whichever was this, all in, all out, whichever one it is. All out. All out. I will say the show started off shaky and got better as it progressed. Because at first I was on Kenny's like, okay, this really could have been a dynamite. But Mm -hmm. that main event really, those like last few matches kind of gave us the pay-per-view quality that we were looking for. Yeah. Well, it really was the. It started at the the Starks, Starks and Danielson yeah. match. Yep. And that was the last one, two, three, four. Five, so, like the last five matches, you could have had a five match pay per view just like WWE mm-hmm. did, and it wouldn't have been this damn long. So, uh, <laughs> like I said, first matchup was. Over the budget charity battle royal that Hangman Adam Page won. Next matchup was a six woman tag team match with Sheeta, Willow Nightingale, and Sky Blue defeating Athena, Mercedes Martinez, and Diamante. Okay. Eh, it was uh, okay. Right. <laughs> it was okay. Um, six-man tag team championship for the AEW Trios Championship. The acclaimed Anthony Bones and Matt Caster with Daddy Ass defeated Jeff Jarrett. Jeff Jarrett sat in him saying, who is a big motherfucker, yo. And that's it. <laughs> and Jay Satin saying, that's a Big, he's as big right. for no damn reason. Big, just gorillerish. Just, just. <laughs> and uh, we had a special appearance from Dennis Rodman, right? Who hit Double J with his own guitar, El Cabanga. <laughs> Next matchup. For the ROH World Tag Team Championship, better than you, baby. Retained against the Dark Order. Listen, AW, I need you to push my boy Johnny Hungy, yo. <laughs> push my boy Johnny Silver, man. Push John, push John Silver with Evil Uno being his, being his manager. We'll push right. John Silver as a heel. Because that that's money right there that y'all haven't realized yet. That's money. Push John push Johnny Silver as a single heels wrestler with Evil Uno as his as his manager. Oh, that's on them if they don't understand the El Cabong. <laughs> You get hit with a you get hit with a guitar. Ain't no other noise it's gonna make, but kabong. <laughs> Plain and simple. Next matchup. This matchup right here had. I was disappointed by this matchup. 
And I was really, really, really okay. Patrick Mahomes just threw a pick six. That'll yeah. bring his rating down. Hold on. <laughs> I was really, really, really. Because I'm a midget. That's why. <laughs> That's why we love midgets. Because I'm one. And they got love for me. <laughs> I'm actually taller than a midget. Please don't take that seriously. I don't. <laughs> please do not take that seriously. I am actually taller than one. Um, Finnett Silver. I had really high hopes for Samoa Joe versus Shane Taylor. I had really high hopes for that match because I like Shane Taylor. Right. Love Samoa Joe. Really thought this matchup was going to be it. You know? It wasn't. It wasn't. First of all, I'm really mad they had Shane Taylor out there looking like a little kid who put on his big brother's uh, basketball shorts to go outside. <laughs> Right, and they've been doing him dirty since they got since ROH went under. They, right, they just play him like the they. She, oh, listen, AW, you got to figure out ROH. You got to figure out ROH because guess what? Before y'all took it over, right before their deal stopped, ROH was back on the scene. Right. Like hardcore back on the scene. Figure it out. Because Shane Taylor should not be out here. They had Shane Taylor dressed like a Walmart greeter. All right? Like, your man had on basketball shorts that came down to his ankle. Literally. Literally had on basketball early 2000s. shorts. 2000s. Er Bro, it was 9-9. It wasn't even 2000. My man took it to 9-9. Okay? It was 1999 for Shane Taylor. I, I, and like I said, he's... Shane Taylor's dope. He should not... I'm not saying... You know what? Yeah. Shane Taylor... Should have beat Samoa Joe. He's that good that he could beat Samoa Joe and hold on that belt and cut promo. I mean, he, was, like, he was holding that belt down before before they went under. He was they dude. He was that right. Like, ah, uh, this match frustrated me so much with that. Like, it really frustrated the shit out of me. I'm like, damn. They then they had Shane doing basic moves. Like, come on, this man is not a basic wrestler. Like, ah, that might have just been. Who knows what they had planned? That might have just been. I don't know. It it was. It wasn't what I expected, but I mean, I I figured he wasn't gonna win. Like, I um, know he wasn't gonna win, but it, like, like it. Uh, I mean, he still signed. I feel the same way, but a lot of those people. A lot of the old heads for ROH 
don't really get the re- they don't really get that much of a push anymore now because they're trying to make ROH more younger. Like the Kingdom don't get no push. Matt Taven and them don't get no push. Well, they don't uh, need. Uh, <laughs> well, they don't need it. Dalton they don't Castle, need it. Dalton Castle always loses for the most part. That was another thing. My man Dalton Castle appeared in the battle royal with the boys. All right. Dalton like Castle got to start winning. Like all of those old head ROH, the people that, that basically carried ROH until they went under, until they disappeared, they're not really being pushed. I feel like the only people that would have honestly been pushed would have been the Briscoes. Which That's is sad. Push. They Which is pushed. sad. They weren't gonna put. They're not gonna push Dalton Castle. They might push. They push Shane Taylor just for him to lose to Samoa Joe. But I still have hope for Shane Taylor. But a lot of them, like the Kingdom, they're not gonna get nothing. Dalton Castle's it, not gonna get anything. No probably. one who's, no one who's left ROH has really done anything. Look at look at Gresh. Gresh is yeah. Gresh isn't hasn't gotten anything. I mean, they got Roddy. Roddy and Roddy left, and we were all geeked when he showed up, and he's not doing nothing. He's with the kingdom. He's whining, being a salty little bitch. <laughs> Actually, the only person from ROH who's doing something joined ROH later, and that was because he was in that pure tournament. Wheel of Yuta. Yeah. That's it. That's That's it. Really, you is the only person that was a part of that ROH who got bought, right? That's actually doing something because all the champions for ROH right now are former ROH people who went other places and got famous. Mm-hmm. And Claudio is their champion, he's definitely had he went to WWE and came back. And what is he doing with the belt? Nothing. Nothing. Nephew with Eddie again. They just need to just get it over with and either have Eddie lose or just have Eddie become their champion. They need to figure something out. I, I like I like this thought right here. Shane Taylor should be in the Eddie Kingston position. I like that. Walking around with a chip on his shoulder, thinking with people saying that he can't make it and shit like that, and he finally does it. I, I like that idea. Shane Taylor really should pull that Eddie Kingston. Shit. Even Prince Nana, Prince Niga crew ain't doing nothing. Yeah, Prince Nana just dared to swear when I drive, swear, swear when I drive. That's all he did. My son Nana be getting it when that song on, boy. <laughs> My son Nana be getting it like, hey. That's the only time. That's when I get get out. Oh, yeah, it's time for Prince Nana to come out. Right. I don't know who got a better. When I drop, when I drop. I don't know who got a better. I don't know who got a better dance, Nana or my man Daniel Garcia. <laughs> Daniel Garcia be killing me with that shit. I ain't gonna lie, yo. <laughs> when he got eliminated from the Battle Royal and was dancing up the ramp, I was in here crying like, yo, I fucks with Daniel Garcia. I fucks with my man, yo. 
He reminds me of the the night night at the Roxbury dudes when he does that shit. Yo, he should he would be with them if it was Saturday Night Live. <laughs> that shit is hilarious. Right. Yes, we have heard the Gun Club rap, and I've said this in the chat: the Gun Club's rap is five times better than Swerve's. <laughs> It's five times better than Spurs. I'm sorry. The Gun Club can actually... I actually like this song better than anything that I've heard from Swerve. And I've heard like two or three songs of his. So, <laughs> like, Swerve, okay. He alright. He, he alright. He ain't no badass Billy Gun Kid. But... <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, alright. You know what I mean? He, he be alright. But next matchup, uh, Luchasaurus defeated Darby Allen. We knew that was going to happen. This could have been right. on Dynamite. Um, yes, excuse you. Yes. The Federline brothers, you are absolutely right. You are absolutely right. I like this song better than I like Swerves. Yes. Yes. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. And I don't care. <laughs> mm -hmm. Next match that could have been definitely on a dynamite collision. Better yet, a rampage. Miro defeated Powerhouse Hobbs. That could have been on Rampage. Yeah, that really could have been. And we all knew Miro was going to win. Then they decided right. to have Lana, a.k.a. C.J. Perry, show up, which I really didn't give a shit about. Not two shits. Next match, which could have been on a Dynamite. Chris Statlander defeating Ruby Soho. Whoop-de-doo. She got screwed over by Tony Storm. All righty. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what Miro versus Powerhouse Hob was. That was and two they, big meaty men. That. Yeah, that was two big meaty men slapping meats. Right. They that, that, you some money. They damn sure. That's that's exactly what that was. All right. Now here's where the pay-per-view starts getting good. <laughs> Brian Danielson defeated Ricky Starks in a no-disqualification strap match. Mm -hmm. Good fucking lord. Okay. Yeah, we heard the meat. We heard the chant. I know why you're digging Tony Storm's character, bro. It's the same reason every male is digging Tony Storm's character. Okay. She's dressed up like a pinup right now. Plain and yeah. simple, bro. Plain and simple. Let's let's keep it a whole hundred. She's dressed up like a pinup. And the cheeks is out and watch for the shoe. Yo, that shit is hilarious. The watch for the shoe, that shit is hilarious. <laughs> but Brian Danielson defeated Ricky Starks. First off, it was a goddamn bloodbath. Right. A goddamn bloodbath, okay? Danielson bleeds like Ric Flair in the 80s. Okay? 
Anybody who knows about Ric Flair in the 80s know Jim Ross's favorite term for Ric Flair back in the day was he's wearing that crimson mask. Right. And <laughs> that's oh, why I stopped for a second. I was like, wait, whoa, whoa, what? <laughs> that's honestly why I stopped for a second. Then she, she corrected herself. That's basically, but yeah, that's that's spot on description, basically. Right. She's just a old movie star. So big booty. <laughs> During the scrum, Danielson admitted that because everybody was wondering how the hell he came back so quick from his injury. Was he safe to come back? And Danielson admitted Ricky Starks carried him through the match. Ricky Starks is that guy, AEW. Stop playing. Stop playing. (laughs) Yo, listen, that right there. He, he. But in 22 minutes and 40 seconds, we saw blood, sweat, tears. And honestly, even though we said it before, this should be the coming of Ricky Starks. Right. Listen, first of all, Ricky Star Ricky Starks is my dude. The music. <laughs> Come on now. That's my joint right there. <laughs> Make it the Ricky Stock show. They probably will. And the next matchup, which was a damn good matchup, too. Claudio and Yuta, Blackpool Combat Club, defeated Eddie Kingston and my boy Shibata. (laughs) Kira Hogan, 500% should go back to Impact. Five yeah, five million percent. Yeah, Please get, get her get her and Tasha Steels back together ASAP. Yeah. ASAP. Get her and Tasha back together ASAP. Now Eddie Kingston and Shibata lost. That caught me by surprise. I did not expect Shibata to lose. I haven't seen Tasha in a minute. She probably just taking the time off. What you call it? And next matchup in a 30 minute battle, 30 minutes and 30 seconds at that. Thirty minutes, thirty seconds, the longest matchup of the night. Wasn't even the main event. Take a shitter, <laughs> beat Omega. I was I was definitely that, shocked. But that, that was a good ass match. 
That was a good ass match. That just shows you how much faith they have in Taker Show. Yeah. They have a lot of faith in him. Up next. Right. He he's that dude. They had him beat Omega. They had him get two pinfalls over Omega in a in a row. Right. First in that first in that trios match, and then <laughs> Takabaka. Takabaka take a shitter all the same itta. They 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 love them some anything with an ends in the utter. Right. Next matchup. Bullet Club Gold. Bang, bang, baby. Bullet Club Gold defeated the real Bang Bang Gang. Right. <laughs> the real Bang Bang Gang. Bang Bang Buck. <laughs> the Bang they Bang Buck. Oh, they disarmed him. <laughs> Listen, first of all, shout out to Matt saying that Juice Robinson looks like the honeycomb monster. He do. Because that's all <laughs> I can see now when I look at that man. And it's absolutely hysterical. And then the, and the crazy thing about it is. That's how he you acts. Got, you got Marilyn Monroe and the honeycomb dude waking up next to each other. Right. Bravo to Juice. <laughs> Go ahead, Juice. I ain't even mad at you, brother. I ain't even mad at you. My man, Juice. What you call it from um, Rocket Power? Grew up. <laughs> <laughs> and last but not least, in a hell of a match to end a hell of a run for a hell of a man, John Moxley defeated Orange Cassidy clean. He sure did. Defeated Orange Cassidy and no blood from Mox. That was a good ass match. Um, like I legitimately felt bad for Orange Cassidy after he lost because I'm like, dang, this dude, like he worked really his lost. ass off. Like he, like he really lost because I didn't think he was gonna lose because he any other time he wins. <laughs> Orange Cassidy. Worked his ass off. I think they said he had like 32 defenses of that fucking belt in that time frame that he had it. That man was was banged up. It was the perfect way to end the pay-per-view. Like they ended the pay-per-view. Like you saw Mox and them celebrating, but it was like, bro, this is a war. And you just like to see that to see that crowd, that Chicago crowd giving Orange Cassidy a standing ovation while he was there was just heartwarming because it's like give him his flowers because he has literally done everything he's been <coughs> his title reign lasted all of cm punk's tenure like, yeah he was the champion when cm punk got there basically <laughs> yeah 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 very much yeah like, this run did what him beating Jericho, what he thought it was going to do, this legitimized Orange Cassidy. He is not a joke. He is going to fight you tooth and nail to the bitter end. You're going to have to kill him, basically, in order to beat him. And that's pretty much almost what Mox did. 
Basically. And if anything, this should, like, Orange Cassidy needs to be in the title picture for the AEW title. He needs to be up. He needs to be in there. He needs to be up there for the TNT title. This show, like this title run proved that he can be a champion. He can have all the other belts now. Cause you may have been a pay-per-view. That was that there that's basically the equivalent of their year Euro, the European title. And it may have been at the pay-per-view. And now it's being held by the the top guy in your company. Yeah. Who still hasn't gone on vacation. And he can't go on vacation because every time he gets ready to, CM Punk does some dumb shit and he has to take over. Yep. That's exactly why. Right. Every time that man gets ready to to chill, CM Punk does something and he has to step in. That man has not been that man has been wanting to go on vacation since 2010. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and it just ain't happening for him. Right. It just ain't happening for him. Now, folks, we have given you the rundown for the shows that we did see. And now, folks, it's time for us to make our prediction right. for the show that we're about to pick. So, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, if you are joining us and would like to get in on these predictions to go up against our champion, Big Bad Booty Batty, and former champion, Big Silk Reggie. <laughs> Big Silk yeah. Reggie. That is what you need to do is comment in the comments. All right. Mongo has already given his picks as Mongo was right. not here. Mike has forfeited. <laughs> Mike has forfeited because his ass ain't here. Yep. <laughs> just delete that on. Just delete that shit. Just on like that. There we go. There we go. There we go. Uh, all right. First matchup of the night is going to be. Oh. Oh That's shit! What Who knows what is oh, really? Oh be. well, God damn. Right. Mongo was actually doing very well. Um, Mongo was scheduled to have surgery, and it was pushed back a little bit, not for any health reasons, but because the doctor wanted to be available for him during his entire um, recovery period. So we like Mongo's new doctor because Mongo's new doctor is doing something that a lot of other doctors have, have not done, and that is give us hope that Mongo can pretty much get almost get back to his old self. You know, so we 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 actually like Mongo's new doctor. That's right, folks. Here at the podcast, we are not just a bunch of dudes who just talk wrestling with each other. We are an actual family. We know about each other's lives. We really do. Okay, we know about each other's lives. Now, the first matchup 
Singles matchup for the Impact Knockouts World Championship. We have the champion Trinity versus Alicia Edwards. Is there <laughs> anyone here not going Trinity? I'll definitely tell them. Oh, Mongo says nigga four times a day in the chat. No, he don't. <laughs> <laughs> you gonna get, you gonna get his ass beat. <laughs> you see how she gonna say it, man? She gonna pull up a mango in the hospital. Oh my god! Yo, that was hilarious. Listen, first of all, I don't think Mongo even knows how to spell that word. Okay, Mongo would. Mongo would rather jump in front of a bus before he would ever say dumb shit like that. So don't ever worry about that. Okay. <laughs> All right. Mongo, that is, Mongo was one of the few people you will never have to worry about in life ever saying something like that. Okay? Right. Never, never. But it was funny the way it just came out so naturally. I ain't going to lie. That was funny. And your reaction. He what? <laughs> and, and Matt, no, you don't. No, you don't. No, you don't. You ain't getting my boy killed. You ain't getting my boy killed. <laughs> he already defeated COVID. He is not about to get killed by Batty. Uh, right. She she gonna roll up in the hospital like she also and hit him with the bedpan. Listen, yo. yo. Nah, Boggle would Boggle would never. Boggle would never. But that was just hilariously funny. So everybody's going Trinity. I feel. Right. Yeah. Batty got Trinity. Uh, Mongo got feeling the glow. Yeah, everybody's going Trinity. So that match, scratch that, scratch that. All right, <laughs> next matchup. Here's where it gets a little interesting. <laughs> she gonna walk in the hospital like the Joker. <laughs> oh, Mongo. Don't do Mongo like that. He don't do nothing like that. Mongo don't deserve that. Mongo don't deserve that. Now, next matchup. Here's where it gets interesting. Deanna Perrazzo versus newly re-signed Jordan Grace. Right. Mongo is going... Yeah, I'm going to read his answer first before I pick mine. <laughs> Mongo is going Jordan Grace. I'm going Jordan Grace as well. All right. Uh, I'm going to go Grace too, but I'm on the fence. Right. I feel like I'm going to go Grace just because when it actually counts for the title, Jordan Grace hasn't beat Deanna Perrazzo. Hmm. But at the same time, Perrazzo's been on a losing streak, and she's trying to rebuild herself. But Jordan Grace just re-signed the deal and has been gone for a little bit. Right. That's what makes this match so I have no idea. Oh, wow. S sign me up next. <laughs> what happened? See, I'll be missing shit. This Dang. 
I think everybody's going Grace. Yeah. Okay. Everybody's rocking Gracie. Next matchup is for the Impact X Division Championship. Yep. This is another one which can go either goddamn way. Shit. Leo Rush versus Kushida. Mongo is thanking Leo Rush, saying that Rush will retain. She said she's just being nice to the cripple. Damn. We got both Batty and Reggie both taking Leo. I got asthma. I'm going Kushida. I'm also going to go Kushida. Tito, who you going? Oh, give me a rush. The English rush, not not the Spanish rush. (laughs) Matt, Batty wants to switch her pick to Deanna. Oh, okay. Next matchup is for the Impact World Tag Team Championships. We have the Rascals, Trey Miguel and Zach Wentz versus the Motor City Machine Guns, Alex Shelley and Chris Sabin. Mongo is going Rascals. Is there anyone not going Rascals? (laughs) Anyone not going Rascals? Going once, going twice. We all getting high in the tree together. <laughs> oh, wait. Uh oh. Oh, you going Motor City? What you doing, girlie? Let us know. Shelly ain't defending the belt because I don't know. This is the equivalent of a of NXT Heat Wave. <laughs> right. Yeah, everybody going rascals. Everybody going rascals. <laughs> All right. Next matchup. And they really do. They really do. That's why I got a great pair that sit here with me. They're very comforting in my times of need. Very, very comforting. (laughs) Great pair that sit here. Title versus career. (laughs) Kenny King. Kenny, let me tell you a Lucy on a corner king versus Tommy, let me borrow a dollar dreamer. <laughs> Kenny King champion versus Tommy Dreamer's career. Right. Kang. That's who you picking? That's who you picking? Yeah, I guess so. She's telling Tommy to retire. She's telling Tommy to retire. 
Batty is taking the Kang. Oh, okay, okay. Mongo is taking Dreamer. Right. I am taking Dreamer. I'm taking Kang. <laughs> I don't think they're going to make uh, Dreamer retire like that. I don't think they're going to get rid of his career like that. Not the Kenny King. Of all people. Yeah. I don't think I don't think Kenny King is that dude to do that. <laughs> let, 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 let me get uh Kang. <laughs> you sound like one of them dudes on 125th. Uh puppy got a dollar. <laughs> Reggie is taking Dreamer as well. Baron Corbin isn't as Baron Corbin, Kurt Angle being retired to Baron Corbin, it was only bad because of the version of Baron Corbin that retired him. That's the thing. If Lone Wolf would have retired Kurt Angle, I don't think nobody would have had a complaint. But it wasn't Lone Wolf. <laughs> Next matchup, we have Josh Alexander versus Steve Macklin. Just two dudes fighting. Right. Just two dudes just straight fighting. Uh, it could have been Jason Jordan, but unfortunately, Jason Jordan's neck was no longer available. Already hurt, man. Right. He was already done for by then. Josh Alexander versus Steve Macklin. Mongo was taking Macklin. I am also taking Macklin. I'm going to take Josh. Is this Macklin's first match back? Yeah. Reggie is taking Josh also, Matt. Okay. Is this for anything in particular, like number one contender or nah? Nah. This is just two like two motherfuckers fighting. Right. Batty is taking Josh. Batty is taking Josh as well. Give me give me Joshua. Then we got Bully Ray versus PCO. And anything goes match. Anything goes. Mongo is going with Mongo is going with damn near every pick I pick. That, give me bu- give me bully. I'ma go PCO. Yeah, I'm going I'm going uh Mr. Indestructible Frankenstein. <laughs> Batty is going bully, Reggie is going bully. Okay. And then we didn't have any, he didn't give me no tiebreakers. I ain't seen nothing right. He didn't give a tiebreaker this time. So, folks, y'all are lucky. There is no tiebreaker from Mongo, but there is a tiebreaker from me. Uh. (laughs) Mongo says something. Oh, shit. Here we go. 
He said, oh, no, no, no. He said, oh, I got tiebreakers. <laughs> oh, Mongo got tiebreakers. Ladies and gentlemen, Mongo is watching this damn show. And, of course, as soon as I said I want to make up a tiebreaker, he's like, no, 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 no. We ain't letting your crazy ass make up none. No, 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 no. He hit us with the Kevin Hart nose in the chat. No, 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 no. in nowhere, this nigga. Right. Mongo was just a beach ass nigga. He will not let me make tiebreakers. Just <laughs> out of nowhere, I was just like, "Oh no, no!" Like, what you mean? Like, "Oh no, no!" Do I keep reading it? He's like, "Oh, I got tiebreakers." I'm like, "Oh, my bad." Folks, give us a second. We're waiting on Mongo to, to yeah. let us know his tiebreakers. <laughs> okay. God damn it, Mongo! I had a good one too. Well, it was no, no, it wasn't. I ain't gonna lie, it was not a good one. But it was, it was gonna be a tiebreaker, something that nobody would probably got. But shit, come on, Mongo, you got us waiting. He's putting them all in. He putting all three of them in no at problem. once. I know, man, because Mongo's a yo. Oh, yep, yep. There you go. All right, first one, folks. Who interferes in the PCO bully match? Is there anyone not saying Devon? <laughs> okay. Next question. Yeah, Mongo watching with his punk ass. He always watching. You think Mongo is really going to leave? Me in charge, unsupervised. <laughs> no. If I was in charge, unsupervised, this podcast would have got banned day one. Because I'd have been using music we got no license to, videos we can't, everything. Batty says, Scotty D is going to intervene. Reggie says, testify. Next next tiebreaker. <clears throat> How long does Alicia last against Trinity? Damn, he didn't say how long is the matchup. He said how long before Trinity just beats the shit out of her. Right. That's basically what he's saying. Uh, Batty is changing her pick to PCO. Right. Oh, okay. Ooh. Uh, Mongo, you better put your goddamn responses in this uh chat too, since you want to give tiebreakers, motherfucker. You better put your responses down too. Daddy says Alicia six minutes and thirty seconds. Reggie says eight minutes. This is impact. They like to give. A lot of time for dumb matches. I'm going to go 10 minutes even. Mongo said the same shit. Yeah, I know. Son of a bitch. Mongo says Scotty D and Devon pop up. And he's, uh. going, and he's going 10 minutes. I'm going to go 10 01. <laughs> 
I'm going he 10 said, minutes, one he second. Shit. He changed his shit. <laughs> and now he puts nine minutes and 59 seconds. Then give me back my 10 minutes. He take now. I give me back my ten minutes. Uh, give me about uh nine minutes. Damn. <laughs> oh no! Now Mongo said he wants ten on one. Oh my God! No, leave his ass at nine fifty nine. <laughs> Ten minutes and one second, you rat bastard! Bi- last, last goddamn question, and we all gonna say yes. Does Mickey James return? Yes. You're an asshole, Mongo. Oh, Maddie, y'all going yes with Mickey James? Y'all want y'all think Mickey coming back? Batty says no. Okay. Reggie says no. I'm going okay. with Batty. No. Switch me up with a no, goddammit. I'm going with Batty on this one. <laughs> that's what I'm doing. As a matter of fact, let me look at this shit. Because as of right now, there's a good possibility I could. Reggie said yes. Yeah. You know what? Give me Deanna. Give me, give me Perazzo. <laughs> give me the Perazzo. <laughs> yeah. That'll help me lose big. <laughs> Let me go ahead and save it. Boom. Save. <laughs> I remember Matt, goddamn it. Then I won't have what? to look at it again until it's time for the actual show tomorrow. <laughs> oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. You change it to no? Okay. Reggie said change it to no. And then she called Reggie a bitch. Oh, damn. Well, God, God right. damn. Hey, yo, Matt, we just got another point. Kick it, just kick another fi- um, field goal. Good. I need all the points I can get. Right. And she said, fine, change hers to yes. She's saying Mickey. So they're switching. Reggie's saying no. She's saying yeah to Mickey. You gonna switch yours, Kenny? Hell no. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Hell no. All right, folks. I think that's uh, definitely everything. Definitely everything for tonight. (laughs) Folks. Reggie, she's going to find you and kill you in your sleep. Right. Just to let you know that. 
folks, don't forget to follow us at facebook.com slash under the ring pod and twitch.tv slash under the ring pod. Don't forget we air every Thursday around 845-ish. 845 follow the damn page if you follow the page then you'll know exactly when we come on you can set your little alarm and everything you get to say alert me when it when show starts and you'll get a little you get a little boom let you know when we are up out of here right damn reggie damn reggie you don't even get that that's terrible Mm. That's terrible, Reggie. Mm-mm-mm. And don't forget, folks, you can also follow us at Linktree slash Under the Ring Pod. There you'll see our boy, the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Greg Bush SK. Folks, Greg is an amazing writer. He may not be able to talk right now, but he can definitely write as he loves to talk shit to us through our chats. Right. Go follow his page. Go give that man his clicks. Because... You're missing out on some great wrestling information and stories by not reading his articles for real. Then you got somebody who likes to bullshit around and repost crazy shit. I see that's me, Rock Ribs. Then you got the man that always has something to talk about, whether it be political, whether it be around the way, everything. Our boy, Mr. Freshbeard, the man with the beer in his hand and who knows every Laker master plan. <laughs> Our boy, the right answer. Folks, Matt is a sports guru. He knows just about almost every goddamn sport there is. <laughs> and, can, and can tell you about at least six people from each starting lineup from every damn team from every sport. That's crazy because I can't even do that. <laughs> All right. Then we got our man, the captain of the street team, Borio Mariente. This man is out there making sure New York City runs properly. Right. Still, they still, we still, they still run late. They still run late. Oh boy, the man who has got our name out here in these streets ringing bells, Borio Mariente, and of course our special correspondent who is down there. And the Georgia writing those articles that you need to know about. Our boy, Justin D. Baxley. Folks, thank you for joining us. No, you will not. No one no Discord sound. Mm-mm. That was us. <laughs> thank you for joining us, folks. As I said, you can always catch us here. Same time. <clears throat> Same place. One out there. Have a good one, folks. Join us next week. Enjoy it, baby. Hey, hey, a do the dog. A do the dog. Hey, a do the dog. Hey, a do the dog. Hey, a do the dog. For my man Mike. Bitch. Good weekend, y'all. <laughs>